Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome to Amplified on the Influencer Channel. We are so excited about this show. We have had two shows on the Influencer Channel already, three actually, and this is the fourth, and they have all been really amazing. So you're in for another big treat, and I want to start off the show by introducing a old friend of mine, some 20-something years, Aviv Tanay, and he has a new app coming out this week that's being launched. It's called Team M. Aviv, how are you doing there? Doing very good. How are you? Hard to believe that meeting you in a UMBC classroom some 20 years later, you'd be on my radio show talking about an app that's going to save the world. It's been a little more than 20 years, but that's good. (laughs) All right, Bub. Well, I had to get Bub in there for a quick second. So this app is really amazing. I saw you on TV this past Saturday, and that was your first TV uh, interview, was it? Is that correct, on Fox 45? That's correct. And Team M is being launched the same week as Apple X phone. And is there a coincidence about this? Because it seems like this is weird how the stars are aligning. Well, we timed it uh, perfectly with the release of the new X, simply because that is the week we see the most movement on the secondary market. Basically, everybody that buys a phone, 80% of these people are going to be selling that phone online. How big a market is that? We're talking about $17 billion dollars per year of used smartphones. Every smartphone we see uh, will probably have four different owners before it's retired. $17 billion. That seems like a lot of money. I mean, I've never counted that high, but it seems like a, it, just a well, lot of money. You have share. to remember, we're not just talking about the U.S. market and the market that you are aware of where people trade off uh, their phones with the carriers is less than 25% of the total market. And I heard you on the, uh, say that a lot of the uh, a lot of people that are actually selling their phone are selling it actually uh, in the Middle East and in Asia. And you have something like seventy thousand downloads for your app already, and you haven't even started publish, uh, publicizing it. Yeah. So uh, basically, the market overseas uh, for the secondary market is larger in percentages, simply because the carriers are not as strong overseas. Uh, European countries, Asian countries do have strong carriers with similar programs to, to what they have here, but there's a lot of countries around the world where what we call prepay phones or, or um, throwaway phones or disposable phones are actually the main mode of communication. And, and why is this app important? Excuse me? Why is this app important? Why do people need it? Well, I think the our app is basically the first time you can actually test every component of the phone. So the phone today is the third largest expenditure in most people's lives. You have your home, you have your car, and then your phone is really your third more, most expensive expenditure. And it has a lot more components than we had before smartphones. It has our app specifically tests 19 components of every device and allows the consumer for the first time to really check under the hood and shine that light, whereas they were buying it in the dark before. Gotcha. So someone that actually gets their phone verified by Team M has a better chance of not only selling their phone, but it's kind of like that Carfax situation. When you're buying a car, you know it's going to work. 
Correct. So a test M actually goes another step. So Carfax will check the history of a car. We actually check your device. So we look into a device. The seller, before he lists it, uh, takes the device, runs a report on it, and the report is specific to the device. It also will tell them whether it's been listed as stolen or missing. So we check the IMEI against databases of stolen phones. So it tells you it's a phone that has not uh, been compromised. And it also checks specific components of uh, the phone, like GPS, uh, sound devices from your speaker to your uh, microphone. It checks your cameras back and front, and it checks every component that you wouldn't normally check. Our research indicates that most people will turn on the phone, turn off the phone, and maybe make a call, but most people will not check every component, and this is the first time they're allowed to do that in less than five minutes. Well, I've tried the app out. It is amazing. It does work well, and it does actually verify your phone. You get to uh, get a nice little gold badge that says your phone's verified. So congratulations on coming up with an idea with your team that actually is going to make a huge difference in the world. And also, I'm very excited that we are one of the first of your publicity tour. So good luck on everything. Can you tell people how to get that app again? Uh, you just look for Test M on your App Store or your Google Play and the name is very simple. It's the word test and a letter M. You type that into your Apple Store or on your Google Play, and you can find us right there. Hey, there's one other place you can find us. They are going to have their uh, link on the Facebook page for Amplified Radio, so you can actually just click it there and get your free download of Test M. So congratulations, Abib. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. Okay, so we actually have a couple of big events happening this week, and I wanted to bring on Malie Ponpadit. Malie, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much, Ken, for having me on. Well, my pleasure. I, you know, I'm so sad that I'm going to be in L.A., and I'm happy, too, because L.A. has this digital footprint conference, which is amazing. But your event, if I could just clone myself, I'd love to be here locally in D.C. <laughs> You've been doing this event for how many years? This is our second one. Um, delighted to tell you that it was such a success. We had to do it again. <laughs> well, you know, last year's success was so big, actually, with the quality of people you brought to the event, the speakers. I actually thought you've been doing it for years, so that's a, a good compliment to you. <laughs> How'd, you, you, so How'd you, well, you come up with the idea? How'd you come up with the idea, I came up with the idea because I am personally a small um, business owner and I was looking for a place where I can also get leadership development as a leader for my own company, my own team, as well as find ways to build my businesses. So I wanted some pragmatic, um, you know, kind of lessons as well as some of the more heart-centered, how to be a great leader. And I couldn't find anything here locally in D.C. that had both under one roof in one place. And I thought, that's ridiculous. We're in Washington, D.C., you know, where a lot of big decisions happen and we have to go to two or three different forums to get the type of holistic leadership development that I was looking for. So I said, you know, heck with it. I'll, I'll build my own. So I launched it. Well, Malie, this is a true sign of a, a leader and an influencer because when you don't find what you're looking for in life, you create it. So congratulations on this event. How can people actually register for this event and what day is it? Yes, it's this uh, Friday, October 27th, uh, right outside of Washington, D.C., um, and they can go to our website, SOAR, S-O-A-R, communitynetwork.com, and they can look up events under Summit. Everything will be there for them, location, time, ticket sales, etc. Okay, so 
the one thing you're not doing because you're such a humble person is you're not bragging about how big this event is. So I'm going to brag for you. I want you to actually. Thank you. <laughs> I want you know, I want you to talk about. I mean, you have some amazing speakers coming to this event. You have people that are traveling that have 200, 300, or more thousand people, hundred thousand people or more that actually follow them because they're such brilliant speakers. They're thinking so far outside the box. They're creating community and they're creating a really a, a better way of living. So, I know Robert Clancy is one of my favorites that you have on on the docket. But can you just name maybe three or four just to tantalize our guests a little bit? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we have Marissa Levin, who has traveled the entire you know, globe um, working with leaders in large corporations, who is going to be speaking. We have Myron Radio, who was one of the top executives at ExxonMobil for many years, and then he traveled the world helping executives lead from a place of heart and compassion and humanity, working with uh, Fortune 500 companies, actually Fortune 100 companies. Um, we have... Uh, Bruce Van Horn, who has actually almost, you know, half a million followers or something like that on his podcast, uh, really talking about holistic leadership. Uh, so some incredible, incredible names. We've got folks that have been on the Oprah Winfrey Show and have been on Dr. Oz. Our fitness guru, Laurence Amblog, is going to do a motivational moment. And people are traveling from across the country to be here. So absolutely, we have an amazing, amazing lineup. Yeah, and that's why I wanted you to actually brag a little bit because you created this. I know you have an amazing team, and I know we're going a little over time, but I just want to say I'm so proud of you because you're a local hero, but you're actually a national hero already because you're bringing all these national players. And again, if I can clone myself, I will, but otherwise we're going to send someone from the Umbrella Syndicate to make sure we amplify Mm -hmm. the greatness you're creating. Um, Anything else you want to say? No, I just just thank you so much for being um, who you are and also giving us this opportunity and supporting us. You've been a big supporter of ours, and we really appreciate you. Well, I look forward to already next year where I can actually play and hopefully even be on stage. But I want to say something. The guest that we have coming up, Felicia Slattery, you may want to consider her for sore because she has got the right heart, the right holistic, and the right mindset to actually be a great part of the community. So I kind of planned that that uh, the two of you would be able to meet after the show. So we'll connect you guys. Of course you did. Thank you, Ken. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you so much. Great. Have a great day. Thank All you, right, you our, too. Our guest today is Felicia J. Slattery, and I'm so excited to have her on the show. I've known her for roughly three years, and she lives her life with energy, passion, and enthusiasm because she realizes each moment is precious. During Christmas week of 2004, While just 34 weeks pregnant with her second daughter, she contracted a rare and horrific painful pregnancy-related disease and, according to doctors, came within four to eight hours of death. As she spent the days, weeks, and months recovering physically, mentally, and emotionally from the trauma, she realized her life and all lives are a gift, a present. After more than a year of healing and soul-searching, she decided to put her communication and public speaking talents to use to create a positive impact on the world. As a mom a wife. She wanted a professional career. She could run at home to be with her two angel babies. And her coaching and consulting business was born in 2006. I have to say, Felicia, it's so cool having this radio show because I get to know the friends that I I grow to admire on such a deep level. And I know Ken MacArthur is someone that has on probably repeatedly uh, probably three times with events, put us together. And although we never get a chance to talk in depth because there's so much excitement happening at these events, I, I'm so happy that I get to encounter your great energy. And I know you're an author of three books. you got a fourth book coming out. So welcome to Amplified. Hi, Ken. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. 
<laughs> well, I know you're you had a lot of butterflies because it's your first show and uh, you've never <laughs> had an opportunity. <laughs> sure, right? Don't say that. Yeah, well, I, I will say that uh, Miss Felicia Slattery has the lovely coveted blue check from Facebook stating that she's doing some pretty big things in the world, and I would tend to agree. And this is going to be a really full show, so we have the full hour with her. And anyone that has any questions, if you want to put them on Facebook, uh, Amplified page on Facebook, we will either address them on the show or we'll address them after the show by sending those comments to her. So how important has Ken MacArthur been in your life? Oh, my gosh. You know, I met Ken um, at my very first marketing event that I attended, actually as an attendee. That was in 2008. And we met, um, it was, he actually, I was living in the Chicago area at the time, and the event happened to come to Chicago, but I decided I was going to stay at the hotel venue so that I could really just spend some time meeting people and networking with people because I love doing that. And so he and I spent, um, the evening before the conference even started, they had like a pre, you know, like a pre-event get-together kind of thing, and we just chatted. and um, And he actually invited me up on stage. I've been a speaker like literally my whole life, so um, and I told him a little bit about that. So he invited me to come up on stage during his presentation. I was like, I had no idea that that was going to happen. <laughs> and then um, within three weeks of that event. He had me on his stages um, for the season event. He has done, he does multiple events every single year. And um, I have just been blessed and honored to be on his stage numerous times um, as a speaker and also as his MC several times. So he has been just an amazing uh, influence in my business. And really meeting him was one of the turning points for, uh, for my career. Well, I think Ken's been on the Amplified show at least once, possibly twice, and he is the creator of the Impact Factor, and he is in, uh, he's on a mission to create a movie out of the Impact Factor and how all of us create an impact, whether we're doing something good or bad in our lives, so we have to really be cognizant of the fact that everything is actually causing an impact. So with him actually putting us together on all these occasions, how's that really helped your career? What's it been oh my the impact? Gosh. You know, it's... Ken is, he's, he's a marketer. He's in the marketing space. So he understands that, um, you know, like, like a lot of, of people uh, who run events, they know they have to promote the event. But one of the things that Ken does so beautifully is he more promotes his speakers than he does the event because he knows that if people come for the speakers, then they'll be there for the event. And they'll get to experience the whole thing and, and get to meet the other people that are there and so on and so forth. And he's been connected. He's connected with, like, so many amazing people who have done so many just, just mind-blowing things, so, so many talented people. And so as a result of that, I've been on stage with some of these people, New York Times bestselling authors and, and um, you know, people who've, you know, multi-million dollar business owners and, and just on and on and on it goes. And, and I've, I've had, you know, just a direct opportunity to meet all of these people and network from them and learn, network with them and learn from them. And um, it's just, it's been fantastic. Well, I know since you've been to so many events and just like Malie, you're not really um, sharing how, I guess, 
impactful these people are. If, if you want to, you can drop a couple names, but I will say that before you just think of a couple names you want to drop, because when I went to Ken MacArthur's event, I was pinching myself because to have the talent that he has in that room, it's practically like you're paying 10 or $20,000 to be in a mastermind. We're able to connect on an intimate level, shake hands and actually, you know, have a conversation, download people's thoughts and, and just have the most amazing experience that you could not really pay for any other way. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, let's see, Joel Com I met at that first event and he's, Joel's been to many of Ken's other events. And since, um, you know, I was an audience member for the very first time that I met them both. And then Joel and I have spoken together and we've gotten to know each other. We actually worked together and created uh, created a product together for another publishing company, a video product about great public speaking. So that was fun. We spent a few days in a, in a studio in San Francisco doing that. Um, Armin Morin is, gosh, probably one of, arguably one of the most successful internet marketers in the world, um, has been at it for a very long time. And uh, Armin and I hang out and have been on cruise together and have gone to dinner, just the two of us hanging out together. And, and uh, you know, I met his wife, he's met my husband, and um, just a really, really great guy. Um, gosh, I mean, so many other people. Um, Stephanie Frank, I met. She uh, is the author of a book called The Accidental Millionaire, and I know you and I know Stephanie mm-hmm. uh, equally well. She, we're in a, a mastermind with Stephanie, and um, she is uh, an amazing person set on... Um, on serving a billion people with her organization. So she's just fantastic. Um, gosh, Bernie Dorman, the CEO of um, CreateSpace. I met him through Ken. I mean, you know, just lots of people on and on. Yes, and even Cliff Edwards, who's going to be on the show later to talk about the event that's coming up that Stephanie Frank is actually putting together on November 3rd, 4th, and 5th, I believe. Are you going to be attending yeah. that event? You know, I'm not able to make this one, but uh, I know she's planning to do them um, quarterly and have subsequent events, so I will be looking to get to one very soon. Okay, and that, and that's just one more example of how many times you're playing big, you reach a frequency level where you just are uh, inspired and, and forced to, to get to know the people that are in that level. And I want to mention Rick Frischman was at the last one in Baltimore. Terry Levine was in Baltimore. He, he does attract some of the biggest names and biggest minds in the business. And you can't, you can't miss. So if you look up the impactevent.com, you'll find an opportunity to meet people like Felicia and a lot of the people that she mentioned. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to go back in time a bit. And if you could think of when you as a child were impacted, speaking of impact, that actually caused you to be who you are today. Tell us that story. Sure. Well, when I was seven years old, I was asked to um, read at my first Holy Communion in church. And it was a very large um, urban church outside of Philadelphia, right literally on the border of Philadelphia. And there were thousands of people there. And I remember... Um, they had to have a step stool for me because I was tiny. Um, and it was this big old ambo kind of podium thing to stand behind. And so I stepped up on this thing and, and I looked out and I did my reading and all these people were listening to me. Mm. <laughs> I said, Mommy, I want to do that some more. And she was like, um, okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, um, you know, my parents are, are both, um, 
both came up through very blue collar, hardworking kind of family. So I was the first one to ever attend college on either side and either family. Uh, so you know, they, she truly had no idea. Like, oh, all right, well, you can just keep reading at church, I guess, you know. So I, I started trying out for plays, and then in high school, I, um, I became aware of something called a speech team and competed for my high school speech team and won lots and lots of awards doing that, which led to me getting a multiple scholarships, actually, but a scholarship to Bradley University in Peoria, Illinois. And if you can think of teams that dominate in their sports, so like maybe Duke for men's basketball or Tennessee for women's basketball or you know, whatever other collegiate teams or you know, Alabama right now with college football, Bradley University has won more national championships in public speaking than any of those other schools in anything like combined. So I got to be part of that, that legacy and that dynasty. Um, so I was a national champion, a part of the national championship speech team at Bradley. So that, like being seven years old and having those people look at me and having those, that experience, that catapulted me into my career now. Yeah, that's amazing. Is that uh, so? Facebook's been watching that long to get the that blue verified check mark. Um, you know that check mark. You can you can apply for it, and um, you know Facebook then can decide if you should have it or not. And so um, one day I just said, you know what, I'm going to apply because I'm friends with some people who have blue check marks. <laughs> so I've done and I've done some stuff with some of those people who have those blue check marks. So I um, sent in my application for that, and they said, "Yeah, you should be verified," and they made me verified. So that was it. That, that's really cool. How does that change your life? Yeah. Um, you know, a whole bunch of people. A lot of people don't even know what it is, and, and I get a lot of like at least once a week, somebody will go, "What's that blue check mark thing about?" <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, and then other times I'll have you know hear from other um, other folks who know what it is, and will send me a private message and go, hey, how did you get that? I want to get one. What do I? What can I do? Um, and then every once in a while I'll hear from maybe a meeting planner or a potential client, and they'll reference the blue check mark. So it's um, it's just a way to to say that at least on Facebook, I guess. <laughs> I, uh, you know, Facebook thinks I may know something. So it, um, it's just another credibility point is, is really what it, what it boils down to. I don't know that I could say that having the Facebook verified blue checkmark has actually changed my life in any way. But, um, you know, it, I, maybe there are people who were influenced by it that didn't even bring it up and haven't even mentioned it. And that's one of the things, honestly, about credibility is that you don't know what it's going to be that's going to push somebody over the edge to say, oh, yeah, I do want to call this person. Oh, I do want to, you know, I do want to have that person come and be a speaker for me or be on my radio show or whatever. And so, you know, I always tell people, in fact, my first speech was called Credibility and Cashflow. Um, mm-hmm. And I still will deliver that occasionally to this day. But, um, you know, anything that you have that you can share to boost your credibility, you absolutely should do that. So, um, you know, if you got letters after your name, use them. If you got that blue check mark where you can be qualified for it, well, then by all means, get qualified for it because all those little things will all add up to a whole boatload of credibility for you. Well, I would uh, not argue, but I would say that that blue check mark has had a massive indirect 
uh, impact on your life because I don't think people will call you and say, oh my gosh, you have a blue check mark. I want to have you on my show or I want to have you as a speaker. But if you talk, if you talk about credibility from a standpoint of choice A, choice B, if you have a speaker that is brilliant, you have another speaker that's brilliant and they have a book, you get the one with the book. If you have a person mm-hmm. who is brilliant and they have the check mark and the other one doesn't, then you get the one with the check mark. Cause it's just, it's just bonus credibility and it, and it validates you're making a better choice. So exactly. I think it's pretty cool. Exactly. Once you, uh, once you share with the audience real quick, again, how you write Facebook, if uh, you're an author, speaker, influencer, thought leader, and you'd like to be considered for a blue check mark. You know, honestly, I don't recall the exact process. I actually just Googled it. So, okay. um, and then I just so follow spell, the instructions so, so that I found. Google. So Felicia, spell Google. Yeah. We have an audience that wants to get on Google and look it this up. Just so. Google, <laughs> and then an L-E at the end. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so we got a we got a couple minutes till break. So I wanted us to talk uh, briefly, and then we'll come back to this in the next break. But uh, you have several books that you've uh, published, and you I guess you're working on your fourth one. That's correct. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Okay. So um, typically I'd talk about the fourth one in the second segment, but let's let's leave this a little bit of uh, a segue into the second segment. So talk about this fourth book you're working on. So, um, my new book is called The Real Relationship Challenge, and R-E-A-L is an acronym, and we'll share what the acronym is after the, after the break, but it's really about how can we create connections with people that are real and true in this very highly over-technical world that we have, in this everybody is in our pocket on our smartphone world that we live in. And it's so easy to just scroll through, speaking of Facebook, scroll through Facebook or scroll through LinkedIn or scroll through Twitter and, and, you know, click the like button or the love button or wherever you happen to be pushing a button that you like something and not really comment, not really interact or even comment, but not truly interact. Um, And how do you, how can you use these tools, which can be used in a very powerful way to connect with people um, how do you use it to connect as opposed to to, to divide? Or you know, how do you stand out in the sea of other people? So that's what the real relationship challenge is, is we have a challenge. How do we create these real relationships? Okay, so before I ask my question, I want to go back before I forget this, is that when you talked about that blue check for verified, it's actually a lot like what Aviv was talking about with his app. If his app verifies your phone, is working and all 19 or 20 aspects of the phone are working, it just makes it more credible and an easier purchase to make. Just like if you go on Amazon, you see uh, 500 uh, reviews for a battery that say this this company delivers a battery that works and they do it on time. So that that part is really important. And when you were talking about what you're, uh, what you're referring to in your new book, what caused that to actually happen? Why did you want to write that book? You know, I... I I have long had the philosophy of, um, you know, at some point in my career, I was a college professor, and I used to teach communication and public speaking. And so in my business, I have really been um, a public speaking and communication consultant, and that's really what I've talked a lot about from the stage. But my philosophy has been very different. Um, My philosophy has always been about service from the stage and creating connections from the stage. And not using that opportunity when you're standing in front of people to be the one and done or, you know, the end all be all. Here I am. It's all about me, me, me as a speaker. It's really all about the audience 
and to use that as an opportunity to begin a relationship with the people in that audience, which is, yes, I love Facebook, but they put a limit on how many friends you can have, which is crazy to me, but... Um, you know, so LinkedIn I love because there is no limit on how many connections you can have as far as I know. Um, yes, you can have people like your Facebook page and you can have unlimited followers on Facebook, which is fine. But to me, I really do enjoy that connection aspect. So, you know, I looked at the world that we're living in today and kind of said, you know, there's so much more that we can do to really connect with people. And 2016 was just a really hard year for a lot of folks. We saw a lot of discord. That continues through 2017. Uh, you know, every, it seems like every every other day, at least once a week, we're hearing another story about some other horrible thing that's happened that is, is really anti-relationship and anti-connection. And I think that I have a perspective on that. Um, which may at least make some people think and could potentially help them. So I might have misunderstood. Did you say that you liked the fact that Facebook only had 5,000 and that LinkedIn went forever, or did you say that the other way around? Listen, I want to be able to have as many friends as I want everywhere. Okay. I I, I hang out on Facebook, and I do sometimes hang out on LinkedIn, but um, I would love for, for them to all be unlimited. Well, I, I have to say that I think it was ingenious of Mr. Zuckerberg to make it only 5,000 because he was saying, how, how can you have that many intimate conversations or relationships? And I, I'm forced every month to actually delete people that I haven't talked to or that never responded to messages and add people in that. And so I'm constantly going to my friend list, and I don't know if it was unlimited if I would do that as frequently, often, or effectively. So... I, I kind of, even though it's a pain in the butt to only have 5,000, in a way, who has 5,000 friends for real? I mean, if you were to, if you asked the average person, hey, you got 5,000 friends, can you, you know, go ahead and tell me about more than 100 of them? They'd be like, uh. <laughs> right, right. That is true. And I can see your perspective for sure. I do. It's yeah. just, uh, it's, I think the languaging of what they call it, you know, maybe you can, maybe they match the space. Like, instead of calling them friends, they could be connections. Okay, that would sure. be all right. But, you know, and, but and then what, instead of followers, they're friends. <laughs> yeah, and I think Facebook's done it pretty good because they said friends are real friends. And, you know, when you get unfriended by someone on Facebook, you have <laughs> lost that friendship. I mean, it's not like I just lost a connection. They are saying, I want nothing to do with you in real life and also in the virtual life, for the most part. So um, I, we're going to come back uh, to to you for the conversation about what's happening with some of your other books and of course the elevator speech which is a nice controversial topic to bring in and also to break up the the real relationship part so how can people follow you and check you out while we're on break um well go to facebook or linkedin and um Check out what I put. I, I make almost everything public on Facebook, so you can. My life is pretty much an open book. My work, so go on there, and and I often will post controversial things. I did something on Saturday, and I got already uh, you know, dozens and dozens of comments and hundreds of, of likes and loves and that kind of thing. So <laughs> feel free to comment on some. Let me know you're listening on the show. Cool. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Be 
sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash the Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at UmbrellaSyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Welcome back to the second segment. We are rocking here with uh, Felicia Slattery. We are going to be talking about an event that we dropped just as a little hint in the first segment. And we have Cliff Edwards on hold here, and he's going to talk about the Good Life Accelerator. So, Cliff, welcome to the show. Hey, nice to be here, Ken. Thanks for having me on. My pleasure. You've done such a great job with this mastermind and Stephanie Franks being a, a phenomenal partner and visionary for creating a good life for all the people that are in this mastermind. So tell us about this event and how people can actually learn about it, what they get from attending it. Sure. It's called the Accelerate Retreat Experience. Accelerate with an exclamation point because we all are ready to take that next step or most of us are looking to take some next step and accelerate in our lives and businesses. It's called a retreat because everybody also needs to step back from time to time and just get a little bit of feedback and uh, introspection. And it's called an experience because this isn't going to be a typical event. And also as we move forward doing these kinds of things, we're going to be doing a lot of really experiential and uh, sort of of out-of-the-box kinds of things. This is our first event. This is a a fairly new um, organization, the Good Life Accelerator. It's really aimed at entrepreneurial experts. In other words, people who have a specific body of knowledge or skill set and information to share, but also have that desire to be in business or that entrepreneurial spirit. So a lot of experts, as you know, just want to be 
left alone to do their thing and be hired and be paid and everything's okay. But then there are people like Felicia and <laughs> several others, you can and many others <laughs> that have come around with us that have a body of knowledge but also are entrepreneurs and want to get out there and want to build a business. But the thing is, almost all of us don't have everything that we need to be completely successful. And so that's why we put this together, the Good Life Accelerator. It's really a mastermind. It's a place of connection. It's a place to be, for you to be able to get in your lane and focus on the things you're good at while finding the connections and the resources and the knowledge that you need to be able to take your business to the next level. So that's what we're, we're excited about, and, and we're excited about getting together with everybody for the first time and meeting new people. We've had a core group of experts that we've been working with, including you and Felicia and many other really brilliant people for the last several months. But we're looking, to, looking forward to meeting face-to-face and to meeting new people and bringing them in to this accelerator. Well, I would have to say that 2017 is called Get in Your Lane 2017 for Ken Rashan because I think too many people, uh, they, they get in too many lanes and they diffuse and dilute their talent and their ability to communicate what they're actually an expert at. And so it's lost in, uh, in the communication and also in the social and every aspect of your life. And so people can't actually take you seriously. So I think this is not only a life-changing retreat, I think the people that will be at this event that play big and do really the the hundred percent part that they're uh, that they're committing to could be the next accidental millionaire. What do you think of that, Cliff? Absolutely, and the next and the next. Yeah, you know, next our organization and Felicia made brief reference to this. The organization's vision and mission is to positively impact one billion people by creating a happy, safe, prosperous environment where others can be inspired to change the world. And I remember, uh, go ahead. I remember, I remember, Cliff. I complained in the first call. I said, "Why aren't we going for one trillion people?" And then I was reminded that there just aren't one trillion people on this planet right now. <laughs> yeah, and we haven't moved off the planet yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, if you can give a a, a link or how, how people can actually look into this event, I know this is an invite only. So, if you are looking at this event and you want to come to this event, we are looking for very serious applicants. And it is it's nothing against someone that gets denied. It's just that we're looking for people that are actually in a mastermind type conversation. So, can Absolutely. you share that? Yeah, so the link is goodlifeexperiences.com, just like it sounds, no spaces, goodlifeexperiences.com. You can go find out a little bit more about it. You can register for it. It's November 3rd through 5th, 2017 in Scottsdale, Arizona, and Scottsdale, Arizona is a great place to be in November, so I would highly... If this sounds like it's something that is in alignment with you, I'd highly recommend checking it out. And I can't emphasize enough that you meet people like Felicia, you meet all these amazing people when you step into a mastermind-type conversation. It's, uh, it's certainly uncomfortable, but then uncomfortableness becomes comfortable when you're willing to actually grow and, and commit to actually take new actions, new habits to create a new life for yourself. And where you are today, a lot of it is a result of the choice you make. So I hope you make a choice to look into this and to look into connecting with Felicia. So Cliff, thank you so much for being on the air. We're going to have you back for a future show, if I understand correctly. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks, Ken. You're welcome. Thank you. So, Felicia, 
Yes. You know, before we go into that tantalizing hook that we had to go back to this segment, I do want to talk to the audience and share something that you had said at the very end is that you really do vulnerably share publicly and transparently your life. And so Mm -hmm. um, I was really touched when I I heard that you had survived cancer and that you'd really been through a lot of adversity. So why don't we start off with, you know, what it takes to be a leader and what you decided to do to um, overcome some situations. And, you know, you gave me a couple of stories when we talked last about what you've overcome. And I I invite you to share all all of them or just a couple of them. Sure. Well, you know, I, I started this, uh, my business in 2006. And in 2012, um, on February 29th, leap year actually, my 21 Ways to Make Money speaking book was my first book to hit number one on Amazon. And it was, it was a very exciting day. Um, and then a few weeks after that, I was hospitalized for pneumonia, which was really, um, it was, it was hard. And they released me from the hospital, but the pneumonia never really fully resolved. And so um, many x-rays, a couple of CAT scans, and a couple of different surgeries later, I was diagnosed with non-smoking-related lung cancer. And um, while I was generally feeling okay at the time, there was, you know, I would take a deep breath and (sighs) like that, I could feel, oh, there's something not right in there. What, and what so I actually, that? yeah. Do you, do you have any idea what caused um, what, that? No, they have no idea. And they said, you know, to this day, they they don't know why I got it or, you know, what led, you know, what factors. I had zero risk factors. I mean, in fact, throughout the whole process, my one doctor kept saying, "There's no way it can be that. You have no risk factors. You're too young." I was 41 when it started. 42 when I was diagnosed. So, um, so you you, know, you didn't just was, get into Felicia. I'm sorry, but you didn't just get into. Yeah a couple of rooms where there were tons of smokers just to see how secondhand smoke affects a, a non-smoker? Well, you know, I waited tables when I was, when I was younger and I usually <laughs> I'd be in the smoking section, but no, I didn't, I didn't do any experiments on myself. Okay. Go on. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyway, so, um, you know, I scheduled my surgery around my speaking actually. And he said, can you do, uh, can you do Wednesday? I said, the Thursday work better. She said, Okay. So the night before surgery, now I had been building my business for six years at that point. I had about 30,000 subscribers, fans, followers around the world between my email and social media. And I sent out an email and I said, hey, folks, um, this is what's going on with me. And um, if you are the praying kind, please pray. If you are the visualizing kind, please visualize everything going well. If you're the energy kind, I need all the good vibes I can get. And um, I just, you know, laid it on the line very vulnerably. Um, throughout the process, especially um, during the time where I was having the surgeries leading up to the day that I was diagnosed, and then after that, I, uh, I started a, a, a Facebook group so that people who wanted to hear more about what I was going on with my, with my health journey and all the different doctor's appointments and things, they could they could go to one place. And and really I did it for myself out of ease because we have family across the country and it was just easier for me to, to like just write at one time. I have this appointment with this doctor on this day and you know, I'll post what the results are later. And hundreds of people signed up for that group. I was like, wow. (laughs) Um, 
just to kind of follow along and, and keep up and pray for me and, and that kind of thing. So, um, you know, that way my main Facebook feed wasn't all, here's what's happening, here's what's happening, here's what's happening, because that gets a little bit old. Um, and meanwhile, I was still alive. <laughs> I mean, I'm still living life, right? My kids right. were still doing stuff. I was still, you know, I, I, I didn't work for, for several um, months, actually, straight, because I couldn't speak after they, they removed part of my lung. Um, part of my right lung, and so um, every few words, I, my brain said, oh, we shouldn't be able to talk because there's no lung here, cough, and so mm. it took physical therapy, and actually, my husband's a personal trainer, he always gets glee out of this, just doing straight up <laughs> cardio, like teaching my brain, yep, we can still breathe, it's all good. Um, and so by January, I had, I had surgery early October. By January, I was on stage again. So, um, so it took a few months for me to be able to get my voice fully back. And then I did, and it was great. So sharing that, um, sharing that story, that journey, and just being open and honest with people, it was, um, you know, some people would say that was brave or that was courageous or, or whatever. For me, it was just how I am. And, um, Anybody who's interested, in, you know, in anything that I have going on, I'm more than happy to share. But also, you know, we see a lot um, of people's highlight reels on social media. And here's all the great things that are happening. And this is amazing that's going on. And, oh, look, I'm so proud of my kids for this. Or, oh, this great thing happened to me now. And, and it's really easy for folks to be reading that and not get a the, the true sense of what's happening in someone's life. And I am all about being real. And so I do share when things aren't perfect. And I do share when, you know, like when I had cancer. And, and last year in 2016, my husband and I were trying to buy our house. And, um, and, and we kept bumping up against things. We're both entrepreneurs and, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, but um, banks and mortgage companies don't want to give money to entrepreneurs. <laughs> they're, they're very nervous about giving money to us. And so yeah, we had to true. prove over and over and over and over and over and over again, like the money we were making was real money and we're going to keep making the same money or more. And then we got to a point where they said, well, here's this $26,000 tax bill has to be paid in the next five days or there's no house. And this has been after months and months and months. And so I went on Facebook and I said, folks, this is what's going on. I really, I need your help. And so I was very open about what was happening and very vulnerable. And I knew that that was, you know, I have a lot of friends who are multi-multi-millionaires. And they privately said, why are you posting that you only need 26000 on Facebook? I'm like, because you know what? We put every, we had, we saved everything we needed to save. And then they needed to add this extra and I didn't know how I was going to make the extra. And they were like, do a quick webinar. I was like, I, no. <laughs> this is what I'm doing. I'm asking people. And so what I did was I said, this is what I can do for you. And I, you know, this is, this is, my, this is your week. If you want to get on more stages, I can help you with that. If you want to, you know, and I listed all the different things that I could do, maybe five to six different things that, that I specifically could do for people. And, um, and I made, we made the money. I made $26,000 in less than five days. We paid the bill. I'm standing in the house right now. That's so, awesome. Um, yeah. Well, let, let's actually, let's go to that 21 things that you can do to make money speaking. So why don't you give, why don't you give like three to five? Okay. 
Um, well, when most people think of speaking, they think of the first one, which is keynote speaking. So you get paid to show up. Right. And that's, um, and that's you know, a great way. And, and another way, the other way that's similar to that is to do like trade show speaking um, or like uh, breakout session speaking. So both of those you get paid to show up. So that's, a, that's easy and kind of what people automatically think of. Um, there is another really cool, fun way that I love to talk to people about, and it's um, fundraising. And so if you want to make money speaking, find your favorite charity, whether it's local or state or national or international, it doesn't matter. Um, but find a, find a charity. Charities are always looking for ways to make more money. That's powerful. And say, hey, listen, I got an idea. Um, why don't we offer a presentation to your members? And this could be a live thing on stage and, you know, churches and schools, they could do potluck and people could bring food, whatever, or not, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, it could be virtual. It could be a webinar and say, listen, we're going to charge people to come to the thing, whether it's 20 bucks or 50 bucks or whatever. And you take half and normally, you know, you tell them whatever your fee is. So for me, that would be like 12000 So normally I make $12,000 to go to speak. But what we'll do is we'll split the tickets. So, I'll, so that way I get paid and you get money just from people showing up to the thing. And then I'll offer products and services for sale during my presentation. Maybe I'll have a, t- a table set up at the back of the room with some of my books and some of my programs and things that people can buy. And I'll give you 10% off the top of what everybody, um, you know, what anybody buys at the event. We'll make sure they know. So that way you're making money, I'm making money, the people in the room are happy because they're hearing a topic of something that they're interested in and they're feeling good about giving money. So that's, that's another fantastic way to make money speaking. And well, then, we are, we're oh. getting close to the end of the show, so I want to make sure we get okay. some good stuff in. So first of all, <laughs> why, did, why did you charge me 13500 when you're actually 12000 That makes me a little burnt <laughs> on the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Ken. laughs> All right, so let's talk about the real relationship. What does real mean? All right, so and, real. And by the is, way, we're down to three uh, minutes, so let's let's go quick on these next questions. I'm going quick. All right, so it's how to um, how you feel when you're in a real relationship and what you do. So what you do is the R is for respect. You respect. You E engage. You A affirm, and you L laugh. So you respect people, you engage with them, you affirm them, and you laugh with them. And then how it feels is you feel recognized, energized, accepted, and loved. And that's the essence of what it, what it means to be involved in a real relationship, whether that's a virtual relationship or the relationship with somebody that you're married to in the same house. doesn't matter wherever this relationship happens to be. That's what it means to be real. That's very cool. So... I guess you have a fault with me because I don't laugh very much. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty upset by you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm laughing extra in the show so I can get some points and get verified. Oh, okay? that's good. That's good. <laughs> All right. So I'd actually like to do rapid fire with you. I know it's a, it, we didn't get to cover everything we wanted to cover in an hour, but, man, that hour went by pretty quick, didn't it? It always does, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. So I'm going to ask just a bunch of questions that I think the audience would like to know. And you'll just answer as quick as possible. So uh, maybe one or two books that changed your life. Uh, Bob Berg's The Go-Giver. No doubt. And uh, Gay Hendricks, The Big Leaf. What's a quote you live by? Um, Zig Ziglar, you will get all you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want. That has been given like 
almost 30% of the time as the number one quote. I got to put that in my quote book. So I believe it. Do you have another quote that you, uh, you want to share with the audience? Um, you know, I'm a big fan of Zig Ziglar. One of the other things that he says, uh, he used to say is there are no traffic jams on the extra mile. I like that. That's beautiful. What are you most proud mm-hmm. of? Ah, what am I most proud of? Besides my kids and my husband. Um, work and by wise, the way, name their names, name their names. <laughs> okay. Grace is 15, Miranda's 12, Daddy's 30 or 40 something. <laughs> uh, his name is Brent. Um, let's see what else. Um, personal or per- professionally, honestly, I'm most proud that um, of the relationships that I've been able to build with some really awesome people. Well, I will say that I was most inspired in this conversation because my son has a, uh, a temperature and the flu, and he was coughing most of the night. And how Aww. much we need to value health. So, if health had not actually altered your life so much, do you think you'd be the person you are right now? You know, that's hard to say. I, you know, I, I was on this path, and I think that um, the health challenges that I have experienced have only, um, you know, positively and continue to impact the trajectory that I was already on and, and maybe in some ways have allowed me to share more about my faith and, and um, you know, ask, asking people to, to pray for me is, is a very vulnerable kind of thing. So, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's definitely helped me expand. This is a dangerous one, but I wanted to include the controversial part we promised about Kill the Oliver speech. Can you do it in... 60 seconds or less, why are elevator speeches bad ideas? Because nobody likes to be verbally vomited on. <laughs> that was actually 10 seconds. That was, that was actually six seconds. Well, I tend to agree with you. And when you actually practice something like that, it doesn't come off as real. So you're all about real. So I, I agree with you on that. Where's the, exactly. the favorite place you ever visited? Favorite place I ever visited? Um... Probably when I lived in Paris, France, and I studied there a semester abroad in college. Uh, what's next for you in, in seconds? <laughs> next for me, finishing the book, getting it published, The Real Relationship Challenge, and Knockwood um, turning into a New York Times bestseller. That's fantastic. Okay. So uh, I have to say this is a phenomenal uh, conversation we've had, and I hope to actually support you in all the things you're doing. I have learned so much about you, and you have been amplified. Tell people again how they can follow you on Facebook. Um, just go to facebook.com forward slash Felicia Slattery, um, or visit uh, any of my sites or my blogs. Um, Google me, Felicia Slattery. I'm the easiest person in the world to find. So connect with me on your favorite social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, Quora, you name it, I'm there. I think you should change your last name to Flattery. Just so you know, that's, that's my opinion. <laughs> so next week we have Dr. John Gray, and Dr. John Gray is going to be sharing with us all kinds of amazing things, not just his book, Mars and Venus. And I missed my co-host, Rosa, today. She was very busy with an event, and so she couldn't be here and give you a marketing tip. So I wanted to thank everyone for joining us. And Felicia, I have to say, we are going to do big things in the world because you're all about vulnerability, being real and causing a big difference in the world. So thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Ken. This is awesome. And Ken MacArthur rocks because he put all these people that you've just mentioned, for the most part, together. And we look forward to hearing from you next week. Thanks a lot. 
hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.